Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Jay Latondre. He's the founder and CEO at Touchless Digital. Jay, welcome to the show. Hey, nice, nice to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Jay, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, I am originally from uh, New England, uh, born and raised in New Hampshire and graduated from Keene State College. Um, once I graduated college, I uh, took on a role traveling the country doing marketing and promotion uh, for the health fitness industry, which really kind of uh, was my first taste in um, back then what we called guerrilla marketing uh right now it's 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 kind of considered direct response marketing so they've kind of given it a better name uh, but really it, it kind of gave me a taste of of setting up campaigns and and really kind of piqued my interest in marketing so uh after i traveled the country for about a year i ended up planting uh, myself down here in florida uh, i've been in florida the sarasota tampa bay area for geez it must be like 20 something plus years now. Um, and then in that time, just really kind of uh, assume the roles of, of various uh, marketing positions, both director level and uh, C level. Um, and then also kind of dip my toes a little bit in operations. So really I, I have a, a unique mix of, of marketing and operations for both uh, SMB and larger, uh, larger brands. Um, so that's, that's really kind of how I've, you know, navigated myself uh, into the whole marketing world. That's fantastic. That sounds like you've had an interesting journey kind of bringing you to Touchless Digital now. Tell me a little bit more about Touchless Digital. Yeah, so Touchless Digital was actually uh, born out of the uh, pandemic. Um, you know, I was um, leading a marketing team at, a, at an established brand. Um, and obviously when the pandemic hit, uh, there was a lot of downsizing. So uh, I ended up uh, separating from that company, um, no hard feelings. Um, took a couple of weeks to try to figure out what my next steps were gonna be, just like I'm sure millions of other people were doing. Um, and ironically went out to breakfast one morning uh, at a local breakfast spot here. Uh, I was seated at the table and looked down and saw that there was a QR code in the middle of the table, um, took my phone out, scanned it as most people would do just out of curiosity and noticed that it was uh, linked to the restaurant's menu. Um, and then, you know, kind of kept that in the back of my mind for, for a little bit. Um, as the weeks went on, that's when you started to see a lot more of this touchless um, you know, option specifically in the restaurant space, uh, really kind of heating up. And then, uh, you know, I kind of thought back to that breakfast I had and thought, you know what, that, that's a great concept. QR codes have been around for a long time. And, you know, since Apple and Google natively uh, have put QR codes into their, their hardware, uh, it's a lot easier for normal uh, consumers to uh, utilize that technology. So, what I started thinking about was, well, you know what? QR codes are great, but they're not the prettiest and they're not the most attractive and they don't really you know, draw you to scan it. Um, so I started kind of noodling around a little bit and thought, you know what? I bet you I can do that better. 
so I started to really kind of build Touchless Digital around the um, concept of and the mantra that QR codes don't have to be ugly and boring. Um, so fast forward to kind of, you know, where we are today, um, you know, I, I have, you know, built out a, a platform that, you know, not only just connects, you know, your QR code to a menu, there's all analytics, there's dashboards, there's all of these things you can not only just utilize a QR code, but you can really kind of get value uh, and marketing analytics from it. So, you know, we've we've kind of expanded from there, um, and and really kind of the last couple of years have noticed that, you know, again, you know, Google has come out with Chrome, the availability for any user to create a QR code and kind of you know get a fast link to that web page. But, uh, you know, again, we we've, we've taken that concept like we did with the QR code stickers uh, um, or the actual QR codes. Uh, in designing them better, we have actually, um, you know, decided that, you know, a good value is going to be in, in where that QR code lands that scanner. So anyways, we've, we've kind of focused more on these mobile landing pages that kind of give a better consumer experience. So that's really, you know, what the core, um, the core value that Touchless Digital has is it's not just a QR code that links you to a website. Uh, there's a lot more analytics involved and there's a lot more customization because again, going back to my original thought on QR codes is that, you know, they don't have to be ugly. Uh, they can blend right into your brand. They can blend right into your marketing and uh, really kind of, um, you know, get people's eyeballs. Yeah, so fascinating. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about Touchless Digital, you know, uh, and and the operations. Sure. So really, our core focus is on the SMB side. Um, mm -hmm. You know, growing up in a house where you know my father was a small business owner, um, and and you know coming from larger um, brands, I wanted to focus on the smaller mom or pop uh, operations because. What I've found in not only having family, but friends and small business is that they look at these big brands and they look at what, what they're doing from a marketing perspective. And they think that they'll never be able to do that. They don't have the knowledge. Uh, they don't have the skill set. They don't have the money. Uh, they don't know what tools to use. It looks complicated. So, you know, what I started to do was have conversations with, with these business owners and really kind of tell them that, you know, the, the marketing technology uh, and the marketing, um, you know, the marketing campaigns and, and all of the things that these big brands use are not just for them. They're not secret. There's no secret sauce there. Um, I'll give you a, a good example. You know, websites, people look at websites and they think that they're overly complicated to build. They don't want to touch that. But when you start to explain to them that there are great tools out there like Wix and um, you know, Squarespace. And, and if you want to go a little bit, you know, a little bit higher, you look at WordPress, they're not overly complicated. I think people just, you know, from a business owner perspective, they look at that and go, well, I'll, I'll never be able to do that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we do at Touchless Digital is explain to business owners and work with them to let them know that, you know, you, you can do all of these things that the larger brands do and that your competitors do, and they're not as difficult as you think. And that's really what I think kind of, 
you know, is an eye opener for a lot of these businesses when you tell them, hey, listen, you know, you, you can use a tool like MailChimp. And if you have under 500 contacts, it's free. So you, you can utilize some of the best marketing technology out there uh, with a free 99, you know, marketing budget. And, and that's one thing that, you know, we, we like to kind of, you know, talk about with, with these business owners uh, that we work with is that, you know, you don't have to have a million dollar budget. You don't have to have a whole team behind it. A lot of these tools are out there. Um, you just have to kind of take a step back and really kind of think about well, what is your objective uh, and then work backwards and then kind of build your tool set to help you achieve what those goals and milestones are. I think that's fantastic. And I want to circle back to something that you mentioned earlier, Jay, about analytics. Do you mm -hmm. support kind of tracking the analytics of how often the QR code is used, locations, things like that? I am a firm believer in tracking and managing uh, data. Um, and that's another conversation that I always have with business owners is that, you know, you, you can't get to where you want to be if you don't have a baseline, you don't have a starting point, and you don't have easy to achieve and measurable goals and milestones along the way. So you start with the benchmark and say, here's where we are today. Here's, and then you write down, here's where we want to be tomorrow. And then you work backwards uh, and you have obtainable goals. And what I mean by obtainable goals are small incremental goals that you know deep down inside you can achieve. Uh, and what that does is it keeps your motivation going, right? If you set out uh, to say, you know, I want to get 500 new leads this month and you've never done any lead gen, you've never done any lead campaigns, right? And you don't have any data or analytics on where you are today. Do you really think um, as optimistic as you can be that you're going to be able to achieve that in one month? Probably not. So what will happen is, is you'll end up getting uh, discouraged you'll end up getting upset, you'll end up doubting your own capabilities. Uh, and then next thing you know, the whole entire thing kind of falls apart. So what I always like to do is um, really kind of show people even in our own software that you can track scans, you can track where they scan, you can track what media they scan that QR code on. So you know when you go in, you look at our dashboard, you're able to easily see all those analytics and then from those analytics, you're able to make really kind of knowledgeable and educated and factual uh, business decisions on where you want to go next based on that. So I'm a, a firm believer in if you can track it, you can trend it. And if you can trend it, you can manage it. Um, and But you have to have a baseline. Um, and if, if you don't know where you are today, you, you really can't have a clear way to get where you want to be tomorrow. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in daily management reports. I'm a firm believer, um, you know, in, in, you know, always taking a look at um, historical information. Um, and then more importantly, dissecting the data to see if there's anything um, that jumps out at you that you can then exploit, right? So um, yeah, firm believer in, in making sure that you have a, a good tracking system of, of all of your marketing efforts. I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit. With your experience, how are you able to leverage your marketing to attract kind of that younger Gen Z, like fast scrolling fingers kind of population? Well, so I, I have a 13-year-old uh, daughter 
who, like every 13-year-old daughter, is going on uh, 26 uh, and wants <laughs> to understand and know everything. Um, but the one thing that, that I have noticed amongst her and her peers is that um, they don't have patience for anything. If something doesn't work seamlessly, if it doesn't work immediately, they don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want to deal with it. They'll move on to the next thing. Um, so that's why when you look at all these social media platforms, right, the ones that seem to be doing the best from the Snapchats to the TikToks, I mean, they're, they're all things that are like micro minutes, right? So um, what we like to do is make sure that those QR codes, when someone scans them, it goes directly to where that scanner thinks it's going to be. So like a, 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 a um, you know, someone you know, in their early 20s or someone in their teens, if they scan a QR code and it just takes you to a normal website and they have to scroll around and the UI isn't good and the user experience is awful, the first thing they're gonna do is X out of it and then you've, you've lost their eyeballs. Um, so what we like to do, again, going back to these mobile pages is um, scan the QR code, brings you to a mobile optimized landing page that has really clear uh, call to action buttons that basically say, okay, read our blog, buy our product, call us, schedule an appointment, you know, go to our social media accounts. And those are like one and done clicks uh, where someone doesn't have to search around for any of that stuff on a website. So, um, you know, really what we're looking to do is kind of um, exploit the fact that, you know, they have a low attention span and more importantly, their expectations versus someone in my generation, right? Where, I mean, I, I grew up without the internet. Um, and then when it did come along, you were just amazed that you could log on to America Online and talk to someone in Kansas, right? And even though when you logged on to America Online, sometimes it took 35, 40 minutes to log on and then you had to find a new call center, you were just happy that you had that availability, right? Uh, now that that's they they expect it to work and they expect it to be fast. Mm -hmm. So you know we always keep that in the back of our minds when we're kind of designing the latest and the greatest feature set for the platform. I think that's fantastic. Really appreciate that insight as well. And you know, Jay, when we're talking about your clients, I know you mentioned you came up with the idea. You know, in a cafe. Mm -hmm. You tend to see the clients that you work with most most in the restaurant industry. Are they, you know, vary across different industries? So I think they vary across different industries. What we like to do is really kind of take a look at, well, what is the use case and what's the ROI going to be for that business? Uh, and then more importantly, what are the applications uh, of that QR code in either existing or new media campaigns or, or media print advertising that they want to do? Um, and... You know, some businesses may benefit from our services and some may not. And we're very clear about that. Uh, I think what we see is uh, obviously restaurants and bars, um, home services, believe it or not. And by home services, you're, you know, pool cleaning, car detailing. Um, another good one is going to be um, we have some some hotels and inns that use it. Um, basically, you know, any small business that interacts with the consumer on a regular basis where that consumer or their customer has to access some kind of di digital property that that business has. Uh, but what we're finding again is it's going to be um, uh, restaurants and bars, 
home service companies, um, you know, hotels and inns we have. Um, yeah. Interesting. And I'm curious, kind of talking about use cases in my head, I'm going through, I'm like, oh, wow, I can, I can see them doing like, you know, the menus, you know, for the car washes, things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what are some creative ways that people have been able to use QR codes? So one of the ways that um, we've worked with the restaurant is the restaurant um, that, that we're working or that we have as a customer, um, you know, they have a set menu, but really kind of their claim to fame is that every, every week they have a subset menu that's only available that week. So what we did is we worked with them and, and we created these magnets uh, that their customers could take home, right? And what, what they could do is they could, you know, obviously put the magnet up. And if you think about it, if you're, you know, at home on a Friday night, I, I'll give you an example. It, my wife and I um, love to go out, but 80% of the time we don't end up going out because we can't decide where we want to go or what we want to do and it takes forever, right? So what we did with this restaurant is we said, well, what if there was a way that someone could go to the refrigerator, scan the magnet and then see, okay, this is, this is what it is this week. Like this is what we're serving this week. And then the, the value add to that is that the, the, the consumer doesn't have to call the restaurant, doesn't have to go on Yelp, you know, doesn't have to arrive at the restaurant to try to figure out and be surprised what it is. Right. Uh, and then the value to the business was that, you know, they can create one QR code that can be changed dynamically and that their chef or their manager, you know, every week can then go into our platform, swap out, you know, the PDF or swap out the list of what they're serving. Uh, and, it, and they don't have to create new magnets to, to uh, distribute or to sell or whatever it is that they're doing. So, you know, we, we've done that concept with magnets. We also have done it with... Um, uh, takeout stickers. So, you know, we can, we can put QR codes on, on a takeout sticker. So when they put it on the bag, when someone comes home, you know, they, they can scan that. Um, so there's a variety of different ways that, you know, we're, we're helping uh, some of these businesses, um, you know, come up with some creative ways that, um, you know, really benefit the consumer. I love that idea of the magnet. That's brilliant marketing. That's so smart because, you know, if I see something on my fridge of one of my favorite restaurants, I'm like, oh, wow, I actually really could go for that. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's fantastic. So, you know, Jay, I'm curious to pick your brain. Where do you think kind of the QR code, you know, the touchless, the touchless digital um, industry is headed in the next 10 years? Well, I think for me, it's going to be really focus more so on, on what the bigger players are doing. And by bigger, I mean what Google and Apple uh, and, and even Microsoft are doing in the space. And obviously what we saw is that Apple uh, is, is heavily vested in, in um, wearable technology, whether it be AR or VR. Uh, and the great thing about QR codes is that instant connection between the physical and digital. So where I, I envision it going is that QR codes are going to be a lot more commonplace as those AR devices start to be more commonplace as well. So if you could imagine you're wearing your Apple smart glasses, you're walking down the street, and just by looking at something, if that something, that object, that business, that front door, that car, anything has a QR code, it's going to instantly be recognized by that AR device and then bring that information directly in front. So it can be, 
you know, sales and marketing, it could be product information, it could be government warnings, it could be anything. But just being able to look at something and have that website or have that digital property come up, uh, I think is, is going to be, um, you know, a lot more predominant in the future. Uh, because let's face it, nobody likes to type in a URL. Nobody can remember a handle. Nobody knows, you know, where you are on DoorDash or any of these other marketplaces. Um, so by giving them that direct connection to your brand, by utilizing either AR um, or you know uh, some of the other uh, technologies that are coming out, that that's where I think it's going. Um, and you can even see that I know um, that Apple and Google have both come out in the last uh, couple months that they're doubling down on embedding more QR code technology into their handhelds, uh, into their um, hardware. So it's yeah, not going I anywhere. I think that's really interesting, too. And I think you're spot on with, you know, all the creative ways that people can, you know, leverage QR codes in the future. I think that, you know, I really like the, the wearable technology example. That's great. Well, you know, Jay, as we start to wrap up this this interview, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about Touchless Digital, about about the industry, anything you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the first thing is to do your homework. I, I, you know, again, going back to that, there are a lot of great tools out there um, and there are a lot of. Uh, businesses that, you know, know that they have to have something to help them achieve a goal or to achieve a business objective. Um, I think that it's setting those clear, okay, if we are going to purchase this tool, you know, A, do we, do we know how to use it? B, what are the goal, you know, what, what are we looking for for an ROI on that, right? Even with free tools. I mean, free is great, but it takes your time and time is money. So, you know, even if it's free, you still need to have those, those um, you know, the, the benchmarks, milestones, goals, and then more importantly, always track and measure what that ROI is. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's really the only advice that I would have is, um, you know, ask questions if you're dealing with a vendor, uh, ask questions if you have a marketing, um, you know, company that you're working with. Um, and again, more importantly, track the data, look at the data, know it. Um, and then look for all of those trends that you see in it uh, so you can achieve, you know, greater profitability. Well, you know, Jay, I think that's a really great insight. I appreciate, you know, all of the direction you gave, the great examples, the use cases. I think this was a fantastic conversation. I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Great. I appreciate it as well. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.